Hey friends, this is the Finding Mikey podcast, our family's quest to prepare our son Mikey for life. I'm Mike, and from time to time I'll be joined by my wife Heather or other family members and others for interviews and conversations. Now while I may mention our son, you have a Mikey of your own, and together we're on a journey to learn as much as we can so that we can understand how to best communicate and guide our kiddos into independent adulthood. Thanks for tuning in. I don't like looking at this because of the delay. I know. <laughs> it makes me feel weird. Well, then you don't look at it. Okay. And we're recording. All right. My headphones are off. So you don't have to worry about that. And we're all, oops, we're all good there. So for those of you joining us on the live stream, we're going to be kind of kicking this off here for the first time ever with some pretty crummy lighting and some pretty cool, you know, just <laughs> basic setup to begin with. And a couple of things we're going to have to adjust. I can tell right now we're going to have to adjust the camera angle just a tad, but we're going to be okay. Let's just try to keep our microphones in front of us as much as we can and try not to like move them around (laughs) on there as well. So we have two topics we're going to really cover today. And the first one is going to be about our trip. And I almost called it a vacation, but it's not a vacation. (laughs) It was just a road trip where, you know, we moved across the state. So let's start there. First of all, it has been a little bit (laughs) since our last podcast episode. We realized that and it has been, it has been tough to kind of get it started because first off we had to, you know, kind of pre-pack the studio and start getting the house ready. And that was a few weeks before we actually moved. So like our minds weren't in podcast mode. And where we, we tried, we tried to get a few episodes queued up so that we could post them while we were traveling, but that just never happened. And so the podcast was put on hold a little while and has been on hold for a little while here as well, because we've done a really good job and you can't see it, but there are still boxes in our, our living room and packing paper and things of that nature too. So we're still trying to just get out from under the move, but we wanted to further complicate things, right? Yeah. (laughs) By doing it live on video too. So there we go. Thanks for joining us on there. We appreciate it. If you do post any comments, that would be awesome. And we'll do our best to respond to them as we are live here too. So yeah, let's talk about the move. I'll talk, I'll explain why. Okay. If you want to explain a little bit of the experience, that would be pretty cool. So sounds good. I got a new job. I've been looking, actually, it's the same company, but it's a different role. And I have been looking forward to transitioning more from a a technical position to a sales position. And this was the opportunity that I've been looking for for quite a while now. I've had chances to to switch into sales and, you know, I, I built a filter, you know, that had to pass sort of four criteria before it became something that I wanted to pursue. And luckily you know, Heather's now taken two jumps, right? Moving from Southern California to Texas and then moving from Texas on out to, to Virginia, which is where we ended up. We are in, currently we're in Bristow, Virginia, which is in Northern Virginia. I think I'm risking sounding like a dork here, but Nova, right? So Mm -hmm. Northern Virginia, we're about 40 minutes maybe to downtown DC without any traffic. And we tell everybody that, you know, we're about 30 minutes to three days from anything in the area because mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty, pretty crummy traffic. Had we moved straight from Southern California out here, things would have been, you know, a pretty normal sort of transition. Traffic is about the same. Cost of living is about the same. It's a little bit less expensive here, but we took the pit stop in Texas and like reset, like what, 
the rest of the world expects in housing costs and maybe even traffic and things like this. And then, then came out here too. So it's yeah. a bit of a, a bit of a shakeup. So I'm getting settled into the new role. I'm in a sales role now. It is hmm, almost two months now that I've been in this role. So it's kind of gone by pretty quick, but that means we've been about 90 days without publishing a podcast. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so yeah. So let's try if we can to, let me set the stage and then I'll have you talk a little bit about the actual trip. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we are blessed enough to not only get the job offer, but also to get some relocation as well. And you know, we got our whole house packed up, which was awesome. We had an army of four come in and just like wrap everything. And I mean everything. So, you know, we would find silverware individually wrapped sometimes, thanks, inside boxes with pots and pans, or we would find like pairs of socks wrapped up like my grandma used to do for Christmas. So we had a lot of things to unwrap, but (laughs) we're unraveling, you know, laundry with books. So it was, it was kind of cool that we didn't have to lift a finger until we got here. So the, the hard work began, but we got movers to come and to help pack us up, put us in a truck, move all of our stuff out here. And we got to sort of have the choice of flying out here and having hotels and rental cars on both sides of the state or to drive on out here. And just because we had me, Heather, three kids, two cats, a dog and a bearded dragon. <laughs> <laughs> And now the cats and the dog and the bearded dragon actually turned out to be sort of the defining factor here. It was hard to get, we could not travel with all four. We actually would have had to ship Uno, the the bearded dragon in a box and, you know, Cooper and the two dogs just, or the two cats, excuse me, we couldn't travel with them all at once. So we just asked if, if it's cool to go ahead and drive and it was totally fine. So we loaded up the truck, (laughs) we loaded up the car roof rack, you know, filled up with everything here as well. And we took off. Mm-hmm. So I'll share what happened there, what you remember. Oh my goodness. Well, I remember being at Walmart the week that before we left and I found this shirt that was black and white and it said too tired to function. And I said, Oh my goodness, this shirt just pretty much describes me right now. And so on the first night that we, that we left, I wore that shirt you know, too tired to function shirt. And that was just perfect because it was how I was feeling. And I was getting stopped, you know, like all the time by people going, oh my gosh, I love your shirt. And I'm like, Walmart. (laughs) So it was pretty funny. But when that first day that we left, I was just like, okay, everybody, here's a tablet. You know, I just need to rest on, you know, on the drive out. And that was working pretty good for a while. And then everyone was like, okay, you know, like, we're getting antsy in the car here. Then we would, oh, what's this? Oh, tips. Don't worry about it. These are my notes. Oh, Yeah, okay. these are my notes. All so. right, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing some things on the fly right now. So for those of you that aren't able to see, and sorry for that, um, she took a peek down at my my notes here and, and it derailed her just a little bit. But okay, no worries. You want to talk about our strategy, like how we planned kind of our, our drive? Oh, sure, sure. So we did it in, like we decided to stay at a hotel for like, like two nights. Well, so like we drove from, you know, from Austin to where did we say the first night? We were in Arkansas? Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. So we tried to stay yeah. within about seven or eight hours drive. Right. right? Because so we, we just drive like seven hours a day. Because we know that seven hours means 12 for our family. Yes. It just turns out to, to be that. A lot. Everything. <laughs> yeah. We have to sniff everywhere. It turns out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yes. And then, you know, when the dog starts wincing, we know that the dog has to go to the bathroom too. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. We, we stayed at Little Rock one night 
And then the next day we got in the car and did it all over again. Yep. We made Chattanooga on the second day. Mm-hmm. And then we had a shorter third day, but right. we ended up out here in Virginia on right. the third day. So yeah. in the afternoon, late afternoon on the third day. Mm-hmm. You have any insights on the trip, right? Because it's tough to cram that many people. You know, Mikey, I'll tell you, we had nine of us in the car, including the animals, right, for three days. So mm-hmm. what le- what lessons learned? I think one of the things is that I should have been more engaged with them. But it's just because I was tired, I was relying more on the, you know, the I spy games, the tablets, the movies. And they were like, when they got over it, I was just kind of like, well, I don't really know what, you know, what else we can do here. So I would just say to, you know, plan some more entertainment for them. Like whatever your kids are into, like Grace and I do Mad Libs and, you know, she's eight. Mikey really likes Believe it or not, he likes to do flashcards. And so I could have, you know, done flashcards with him. And, you know, Joy just likes to play, like, with her pretend dolls. So maybe just had maybe a, a bag of, you know, pretend, you know, like Barbies or something for her to play with or Peppa Pigs or, you know, anything like that. One of the things that happened on the way there is that our rental fell through. Oh, yeah. And so... I was on Zillow on the drive out to Virginia looking for a new rental. And so the kids were like, mom, mom, mom. And I'm like, just leave me alone. Right. Well, you know. I'm trying to find us a place to live. (laughs) That was pretty crazy. It was crazy. So we did have movies as well. We didn't want to, you know, drown them in, you know, just video time there. But we would watch a couple movies a day, sort of one in the morning, one in the afternoon. We didn't really have it systematized. But all in all, I mean, the kids were great. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the minivan was packed, sure. But Mikey had the whole back row. Gracie had her own seat. Joy had, of course, her seat with her car seat in there, too. But Mikey and Grace could switch kind of whenever they wanted to, to get a little bit of extra leg room or, or whatever. They just mm-hmm. each had their own space. And Cooper, of course, was kind of just jammed up in the middle there, but you know, he, he didn't complain a ton, but no, no. So it was, it was kind I of a thing. We almost lost the cat. <laughs> oh yeah. So <laughs> where were we? Because we've stopped at that we were, I think spot we were before. in Virginia. At that no, point. no, we no. weren't. We were at the, we were, oh, man, where were we? Because we've been to that actual spot before we were at that rest area before and i want to say it was in arkansas okay i believe it was in arkansas and we had stopped there before and i think it was our last trip that we had gone through the south and then you know up through atlanta and then to south carolina and then kind of came back through nashville and down right well anyway so we decided that because we had bought these harnesses for the cats that that we give it a shot and you know every this was the first real time so we had them sitting in the cat carriers which was fine they were okay with that Mostly. Yeah. And we decided, all right, well, we'll, we'll put up, (laughs) we'll put them on their harnesses and I'll try to just like, let them have a little bit of place to run. Right. Mm -hmm. And and run around. And I got Sammy, my cat all hooked up and out there walking around and he was able to eat a little bit and get some water. And then I remember saying, okay, cool. Well, we got him here. He's all set. He was tugging on it a little bit, but let me go ahead and hand the, you know, hand the rain over to somebody. And I forget if it was Mikey or Grace. It doesn't matter at this point, but I gave it to one of the kids and I went back, <laughs> told them, I said, Hey, <laughs> don't let go. Famous last words. And I turned around to go get 
Taj and I, I hear, oh my God, he's gone. He's running. And he ran and ran and ran and it was muddy and there was like a marsh and there was a barbed wire fence involved and Uh he was on the other side of the barbed wire fence and he just wanted to kind of be free and out and on his own for just a little bit now (laughs) i'm wearing a good pair of tennis shoes so i didn't really want to get muddy (laughs) the other part is i'm looking at this barbed wire fence exactly and the other the other part is i'm looking at this barbed wire fence and i'm not really ready to climb this. And I'm thinking of all these fail videos where I'm going to get my foot hung up on it and just smack down on the ground and my cat's gone. Right. Yeah. I look back at Heather and I said, he's, he's done for, he's done for. (laughs) And we lost our cat at a rest stop. Yeah, exactly. Now I don't have to tell you how freaked out Mikey was, but he was like, he was nuclear. He Mm -hmm. was completely meltdown mode here. And that's why I believe it was him that was holding on to it. But so he was, he was super upset. And I thought, all right, I'm going to give it one go to try to get to Sammy. So I'm out there in the woods and, oh wait, he wiggled out of the harness. That was what it was. Yeah. Yeah. He wiggled out of the harness. So, I mean, whatever point was cats on the loose Mm -hmm. and he's out in the middle of Arkansas where, I mean, dude, he's going to get eight. (laughs) He's going to be somebody's food here. Right. It's crazy. So I go ahead and I scale the fence. I get across there. I start looking around. I get really close. And I mean, ultimately I end up like snagging him. I snagged him and I'm not holding him like I love him at all. I'm just holding him by the nape of his neck so that a, he doesn't freak out. And if he does, I'm arms length away. And, you know, I get him back and I'm just irritated, put him into the cat, right? You know, the cat kennel thing. And I'm like, we learned our lesson. That's it. Mm -hmm. Away he goes. So we put him back. And continued on a ride. And the cool story about this was, and I think it was the last night. No, it was in Arkansas. It was in Little Rock. Okay. In Little Rock, I let them out Mm -hmm. in the car. Oh, that's right. We went to the store and bought a a litter box or something like that. Yeah. Went to, yeah, went and got just a small little disposable litter box and some litter. Left it in there. Left them some water. And, I mean, they're fine. They used Mm -hmm. the bathroom. They ate. And I came out in the morning and like, they're chilling in the car. They were happy to see me. I put them back into their little crates and they both walked in just fine. Mm-hmm. And we debated kind of the whole second day. Should we let them out in the car? Should we let them out in the car? Should we let them out of the car? Long story short, we let them out in the car and they were perfect. Yeah. They kept taking turns, like whose lap they would sit on with the kids. That was really cute. So that helped us out a good bit too, that, you know, that both cats were bounding around and that they would visit each one of the kids and spend some time. And yeah, there was a little bit of whining, but you know, the cats shared their love with each one of the kids <laughs> in time. So, right. so it was pretty cool, but man, oh man, it was hectic. Had a little video or we tried to do a couple videos as we were cruising around, but yeah, it was, it was a, an interesting, all in all, I think it was a pretty good trip. I mean, we're here now. Do we enjoy long road trips with the kids and all the pets? No. No, <laughs> not at all. But we got here. <laughs> yeah, but but they're manageable. And I mean, even even today we were up in we were up in Hershey, Pennsylvania for the weekend, and that's only about a two and a half hour well, it's only about a two hour drive typically, but like us, it's a three hour drive. And they get a little bit antsy after those three hours here as well. So mm-hmm. we have to find ways to keep them engaged a little bit more. Man. Traveling with the kids is a little bit of a challenge. So Right. So stopping at some restaurants that have playgrounds works. For, you know, I mean, it it makes our, our stop a little bit longer, but at least they can get out and play at a playground for a little while. 
Yeah, so like Chick Fil A, that's mm-hmm. the the one spot we would we would do. So <laughs> needless mm-hmm. to say, after three days in the car and stopping at Chick Fil A like each yeah. day, we're done with Chick Fil A for a bit. Yes. No offense, <laughs> we'll get back to you later. But you know, at least while we're while we're cruising around, that's a good mm-hmm. point. So, although we had a really good dinner at an Outback somewhere in in Tennessee outside of Nashville, I remember yeah, that, that was, was good nice. too. So, just because we didn't have anybody. There was really nobody there. The kids were pretty chill. They kind of needed that time also. So it was good. It was on our way to Chattanooga and we weren't, we weren't going to make it by bedtime. That was our plan mm-hmm. was to get up, be able to grab right. breakfast, drive until about dinner time, park it, hotel it, grab dinner and sleep, get some good rest. Right. The alternative was we've, we've had pretty long trips to South Carolina before, and that's supposed to be about a 17 hour trip. Mm-hmm. And we end up doing that in like 24 hours, 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, we try to push it or I try to push it, you know, driving until three o'clock the first night and then like sleeping in the car a little bit and then trying to get up. And that, that is so tough, no. but otherwise it would have taken us three days to get to South Carolina. Right. So mm-hmm. now when we want to go see a tiger game, we're only eight, eight hours away, which means half a day. So, you know, right. it's not, it's not as bad. So if we were to leave, you know, and after school, we grab dinner somewhere in North Carolina and then we throw the kids in grandma's bed or a hotel somewhere in Greenville and Clemson day next day. So I, I'm looking forward to those kinds of, I know, me too. those kinds of trips. So go Tigers, go, go Tigers. Absolutely. So yeah, we wanted to have things that kept them occupied. Now there was something we did on this most recent trip, which was really good in Heather. Mm-hmm. And it's part and parcel of us trying to practice some other stuff with Mikey. But do you want to talk about sort of the strategy this weekend here as well? With the special box? Oh, sure. So we, we got back into the Peschel family rules and just reminding the kids of what they are. And we started using the, the Peschel bucks again because we got a little inconsistent with it. And I know that happens to all of us, so we were guilty. And just basically when Mikey was doing something that we liked and any of the other kids were doing something like that we liked, like a good, you know, a good behavior, then we would give them a Peschel buck reward for it. And that made the car ride a lot better because there was less sibling rivalry. There was less attention seeking behavior like Mikey's random screaming that he likes to do. So it was, it was really good. And it kept Mike and I in a better mood too, because the less disciplining that you're doing, the happier you feel. So that was really nice. That's true. That is true. (laughs) So it was good. So our strategy switched a little bit here Mm -hmm. and and Heather implemented this here too, where it was just a lot more frequent rewards here. So about every 15 minutes, I think was, and it wasn't on the timer, but you know, it was pretty frequent. So you went out the night before we left. So you went out Friday night Mm -hmm. and we drove up Saturday and hung out with our friends up there. But you had gone to the store and just brought a couple gift bags home. So she picked up, I don't know, a handful of gifts, maybe six gifts each child. And that was basically their own little personal, you know, treasure chest, which is what they usually get when they get to 10 special box. And by giving them out so frequently, I think she, you know, was going for, we were trying to head for, you know, three, three trips to the treasure chest each day as kind of a, an aggressive goal, but we're constantly, you know, anything that would happen if Mikey was like, Oh, thank you, Gracie. You're beautiful. Or he'd give some sort of a compliment. It's like, dude, that was awesome. High five. I'm going to give you a special buck for that. Or if he would help, or if he would talk nicely, or if he would wait his turn or 
anything. I mean, sharing was big. Listening the first time. Listening the first time. If he was doing a behavior that we don't like or that's annoying or whatever and we asked him to stop, the fact that he would stop the first time because he was really trying to, you know, to follow the rules – it was, I was just like, hey, buddy, here's a special buck. And then he would just light up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Thank you. And, you know, he'd want to keep, you know, keep that going so that he could get them to add up. So Exactly. Which was, which also kind of moved into the weekend here. So it's kind of funny. We, we talked a little bit about the move, right? Mm-hmm. And the car trip. And I guess now we could talk about the, you know, the time at the, the theme park, which is kind of cool too. Those are both pretty stressful opportunities here as well. So, you know, we just wanted to get caught up or get you guys caught up on where we are and sort of what has taken so long. But, mm-hmm. you know, that was that. Now, I think that having the Pestle Bucks, Hershey Park was a great idea and a great thing too, because, and it was still tough from time to time to be like, hey, buddy, we're going to go ahead and do this or, hey, we're going to do that. But you had some, I don't remember where you got the tips from, but I think it was through an ABA, but what were a couple of the things that you wanted us to do to prepare for Mikey before we went into the park? Do you remember? Okay. So a lot of times when I take Mikey somewhere that he's never been before, he gets like, we'll walk into like an amusement park or an aquarium and he'll make this whining noise. Like he's crying, but with no tears. And he's just like looking around and instead of being like a typical kid and like being excited that we're at Disneyland or excited that we're at an aquarium, he'll get sad instead. And as a parent, I'm like, wait a minute. That's like opposite of the reaction I was looking for. (laughs) I'm looking for like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do first? This is so cool. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, let's do this. And so when your child reacts opposite of that, it takes a while to, you know, to, you know, figure out like, why is this happening? So, I mean, my first reaction is like, Hey buddy, what's, you know, what's wrong? It's okay. I mean, calm down. You know, we're here as a family, you know, let's go and have some fun, but it takes a while to snap him out of this whole like uh, thing that he's doing. And so what I tried this time is I showed him a whole bunch of pictures of Hershey park and I got him on the internet and on, you know, on his tablet and even on my laptop the night before we left. And I showed him these pictures And I got him all excited about it. And we looked at different rides as ideas for what ride he might want to tackle when he first gets there. And, you know, it really helped. When we got there, instead of being overwhelmed, he was more excited about, you know, checking out the different rides and seeing the different rides that he saw on the internet. And I want to kind of step back a little bit and just let you guys know where I got these tips from, uh, because I think that's important. Since I moved here to Virginia, I lost a lot of my supports that I had in Texas. You know, Mikey's not going to his private school anymore, so I I don't have his BCBA that I can call up and ask questions to about Mikey's behavior. And I've been looking around at different ABA therapy places here in Northern Virginia, but then I have to look at, well, which ones does my insurance accept and how long does it take to, you know, get into these places? And a lot of times when you, like you do find a place that your insurance accepts and you want to go there, you have to do all these questionnaires and admissions processes to like to get in. And so sometimes it can be pretty overwhelming, especially when you've got a lot on your plate every day. So I kept shying away from these places and just going, okay, I'll, you know, I'll keep 
you know, going through the process. But at the same time, you know, I'm over here struggling with some of Mikey's behaviors and I don't really know what to do. So on one of the websites that I was on, I found out, I found this link that was parent coaching for like ABA, how to help stop problem behaviors. And it was online and like webinar coaching for parents from either a parent coach or, you know, someone that has a lot of ABA experience. And so I called this number and they're like, they have this program where like the first 30 minutes is free. And so I actually had my first 30 minute coaching call on Friday after I dropped Cooper off at the groomers. And I was like, I'm so glad that you were able to talk to me today because I'm really anxious about taking my son on, you know, out of town this weekend. You know, we're going to my friend's house, you know, so I'm going to be, we're going to be gone for three days. He's going to be in an unfamiliar environment. So his behavior, you know, he tends to have some problem behavior when, you know, we go to, we go places and then, you know, I feel embarrassed when I don't understand how to get my kid to listen to me (laughs) and they're like acting out and, you know, like then I try to correct him and he, you know, has tantrums and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. And so I just needed her to like talk to me and like help me calm down and just remind me of, you know, some of the things that I'm supposed to do. And so I just happened to casually bring up to her, you know, like the special buck system that we're doing and our rules. And then I was honest with her. I said, you know what? His behavior has been pretty bad lately because he's regressed a lot because of our move and our, our lack of routine. And I said, and, you know, he's been having a lot of problem behavior lately. And in our, our special rules system, I haven't been as consistent with it as far as giving him special bucks for following the rules. I've been mainly reactive, like, oh, you're not following the rules. So you have the choice to obey or disobey. And if you disobey, you're going to go to timeout. So what do you want to do? And that doesn't really work that well for Mikey. And so she gave me praise and encouragement and an a girl for our special rules and our token system that we have in place. But she said, you're doing what a lot of parents do is that, and that's that you're not being consistent with it. So she recommended that we get back to being consistent with it to help lessen the problem behaviors that we should try to shoot for a goal of giving him three rewards a day for the next few days until you start seeing some of that problem behavior, attention seeking behavior starting to diminish. So like I said, I always like to give credit where credit is due. So that's why when we were doing our drive on Saturday, we were praising the, you know, Mikey and also, you know, his siblings as well, because you don't want to have them feel left out. So we were praising them very frequently for following our special house rules and hmm. giving them their, you know, their special bucks. So she asked me, you know, is there anything else that, you know, you had questions about while we were on our call? And I said, yes. I said, I'm really nervous about this behavior that he does when we go somewhere new. I said, we're going to be going to an amusement park and he's never been there before. And when we went on trips last summer, when we go somewhere new, you know, that he hasn't been to before, you know, he does this whining, you know, reaction. And she said that she thinks that a lot of it might be anxiety based because a lot of the behaviors that I explained to her about Mikey, she thinks are related to control. Like he really wants to be in control of as much as possible. And so when he goes into a new place, he doesn't know what the schedule is going to be. He doesn't know where the bathrooms are. He doesn't know when he's going to eat next. He doesn't know like maybe the expectations, what he had of the amusement park or not what it actually is. And so you know, he's just trying to like take it all in and process it. And, 
you know, he's expressing, you know, anxiety with this whining that he's doing that, you know, sometimes it lasts as long as like 45 minutes, you know, to get him to like get excited about our day. And so I did what she, you know, had gave me some ideas to do. And I showed him, you know, pictures of Hershey Park on the, you know, on my laptop. And then on the way there, we looked at it again and him and his siblings were getting all excited about it. And so it really did help. I, you know, I showed him my backpack that had all of his snacks in it. You know, I said, you know, anytime you're hungry, you know, you can have a snack and we're going to eat, you know, dinner at this certain time. And that seemed to help too. And so I think if anything, the first couple of rides that we went on, <laughs> you know, I think he was a little bit timid, but then after like the first two rides, he was like really challenging himself and like going on roller coasters with my husband. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so that was really cool. So let me summarize. The, yeah. the things that helped ease him into being there were to spend some time picking the activities with you, mm -hmm. to look at pictures. The one thing that really he gravitated to was the physical map yes, that we had there, yes, which was they, really cool. Yeah, she even told me, she's like, if there's any way you can get a map of the place beforehand, yep. which I didn't really like print it off right but the fact that you know you get the map when you walk in and he like him and my husband like opened it up and they were just like what do you want to do and when do you want to do it and it was nice having him there be, you know having you there because you were at some time you know at some points able to walk off with him and just let him go on a ride that he wanted to go on just, right you know like if he was in a mood just walk off and just have some daddy son time and I don't, I'm not always, don't always have that advantage because a lot of times I'll go places with another mom and, and her kids and my kids. And it's like, no, you know, okay, well, Mikey's over here freaking out. And then, you know, I'll have Mike, you know, Grace and Joy go off with her. And while I call Mikey down and that's great, but it's also mm -hmm. hard because I want to be off with Grace and Joy and having fun. And I want Mikey to snap out of it and have fun too. I just, you know. Right, and we let I just him. needed to add some more tools to my my toolbox. And yeah, this coach that I talked to on Friday helped me out with that, and it was awesome. And it was cool. It was it was neat to be able to go through because you have to be certain heights of certain things, and this this wouldn't have happened at Disneyland or or at Magic Mountain, but at Hershey Park, they, you know, you get to find out how tall you are, and based on how tall you are, it's really the filter on what you can ride. Well, he is at that level where it was only the most advanced thrill rides that he couldn't ride. So of like all of them there because this kind of caused a meltdown he's like i don't get to ride all of them i'm like buddy you get to ride like all you get to ride 70 out of 75 that's really good <laughs> you know and i was like look at here look at see your your h your hershey see all the ones that have the h on them those are all the ones we can do so it was really cool we started off slow like you said and pretty quickly i mean he went on the comet which was a legit wooden roller coaster pretty solid drop you know he's like i'm scared i'm scared the first time he you know sort of started through and i'm just letting him know hey buddy i'm here i'm here this is fun and at the end he's you know he liked it he oh didn't want to ride gosh, it again oh that first one the yeah. first one at the end he didn't uh, want to ride it, it again yeah it was i don't know but it was like thunder and lightning i don't know if that was what it was called but mm -hmm. it's where there are two two roller coasters that race each other so what a hoop man yeah. i tell you seeing him Again, I'm riding with him on every roller coaster. And so we're in on one and our friends are in on the other. And he was like, oh, Daddy, I'm scared. I'm nervous. I'm like, buddy, it's going to be okay. I would never put you on something that would hurt you. I'm like, it's going to be fun. Of course, it's a little bit, you know, you're a little bit nervous. I'm like, I am a little bit nervous too, but we're going to be fine, buddy. Let's do it. And then when I told him, I said, bud, 
we get to race the other roller coaster. See, there they are. And like, as we'd kind of come around, I'd point out where they were and he started getting into it there. But <laughs> first, first drop takes his breath away, but then holy moly, man, we've got a picture. We'll post it to the Facebook page, but where, yeah. <laughs> where the second time we rode and you and Gracie rode together, we were mm-hmm. racing each other. And we decided that we're going to just like, you know, have fun with it the whole way through. I mean, the part where the picture came through, we both made a silly face because we knew I'm like, here's where the picture is. Here's where the picture is. And he he did a stupid face. I did a stupid face. You guys looked great. So we we bought the pictures. We normally <laughs> wouldn't do that, but they were worth it. So but he got into it and, and it it we had to kind of get him over the hump here. And I remember when we were sitting down for lunch and that was another thing that was important, too. We had to reinforce and let him know that it's like, look you know, here's where the bathroom is. Let's go to the bathroom real quick, kind of get our bearings. We have our map. We're going to have lunch in an hour or two. We're going to be good. Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? You know, that kind of a thing. But when we sat down for lunch, I handed him the map and he looked through the map and he started exploring. He's like, dad, there's a, there's a Ferris wheel. And like, here's this. And we started looking at things that we could check out on the other side of the park. And that, that drove the second half of our day there. And Mm -hmm. it was cool. So he, you know, he found the fun slide and we got to ride the Ferris wheel much to my dismay. I'll ride anything else, but stopping at the top of that dang Ferris wheel with things twisting and turning, ah, (laughs) drives me batty. I don't, I don't mind that. I just don't like getting whiplash on roller coasters. I don't like, I don't like getting self-induced whiplash. (laughs) So. Yeah. But we. You know, it was, it was good. It was good. The water park wasn't ready yet. And that was, you know, Mikey was interested about that, but it was really neat. It was so good that at, at a point, the second time we were done riding that roller coaster, he looked at me and he said, dad, tomorrow, when we come back, I want to ride this one first. Mm -hmm. And he didn't know we weren't coming back the next day, but I was like, buddy, that's awesome. I'm glad you love this. I'm like, you want to ride it again? And he was like, yeah. So Mm -hmm. it was good. But for the couple times where we felt like we needed to give him more reinforcement, like, I mean, we didn't. We didn't give him special bucks for like his bravery for riding on the rides or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But because that in itself was rewarding. Right. But, you know, when he did share, or when he did help me push the stroller or when he did pick things up or, you know, he got rewarded. So, yeah, I mean, really basically cool. when he was compliant with things that we knew that he struggled being compliant with, we were like, buddy, you just did that. Like the first time we asked, here's a special buck. And so it. You know, it kept him motivated to keep making those right decisions. So, yep, it was really good. So, all in all, I mean, outside of just kind of getting the prep work done before going to Hershey Park or doing the things that we did to just really basically it was to give him reassurances and help him understand his surroundings, right? Here's where your needs can be met. Here's the bathroom and here's when we're going to have food, right? Those kinds of things. It was really, really good. The other thing was that when we were at our friend's house too, the one thing we did is, is a, thank you very much, Sally river and serene and Elijah and Mike and the dogs and all that. They have an awesome space for guests. So we're very fortunate to have them, you know, share their basement, which was fully furnished and awesome. But when we got there, you know, made sure that each one of the kids brought their backpack down, you know, they put a, you know, their backpack on a bed and, you know, Mikey could get his minions and his monkey and put them on the bed. And just, he knew that that was his spot kind of going forward. So we didn't plan doing that. But when I think back to it, I'm like, we, we did that right off the bat. It was like, all right, let's get our stuff in. And, mm-hmm. you know, here we go. So, right. so that was good. Just get your bearing, give them some reassurances. Here's where the bathroom is. Here's when we're going to eat next, you know, mm-hmm. and make sure all that was good. And I think that, I think that helped a lot. So it's it good. Did. It's good. All right. So 
I was reached out to by another father on here, and I want to thank all of you you guys for for jumping in and and providing support and, and messaging and things like that. It's really cool. And you know, I just wanted to to address some of the things that you had in there as well. I mean, I responded to you as well through message, but I think it could be be pretty cool here. So I'm not going to divulge this because you know it is it is a little bit personal. But I will say this: that you have a six year old that was just diagnosed, like our Mikey as well, with high functioning autism. You said you're having a hard time processing the diagnosis right now, mostly because you have a lot of guilt towards how you treated him prior to learning about his diagnosis. You feel that in retrospect, you were mean, nothing physical, just some yelling. And why can't you just be normal? Dude, I say that, and it slips out so easily, like be normal. And I did it on a, <laughs> I did it on a video that I posted to Facebook, as a matter of fact, when he was being a dinosaur or something like this. And I had, yeah. a, I had, I had our first sort of negative feedback come back and says, I don't think I'll ever listen to you because, you know, you just told your kid to be normal and don't we want to teach them something else like this? And I was like, ah, all right, good call. However, I wanted him to be his normal. Right. So it was all in, <laughs> right. in context. Cause it was literally before I turned the camera on, he was like, do, 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 do. And I'm like, okay, roll him. And he's like, you know, spazzed out. So, <laughs> so it was kind of, you know, it was kind of funny, but man, I do it all the time. I mean, we just shared with you, we spent three straight days, seven hours in the car alone. You don't think I, you know, lost it a couple of times, man, I did. And I never feel good about it. And it, but it's every single time it's a learning opportunity too, right. For me to figure out and try, and it's difficult, but to try, you know, to keep it under wraps or to remember that, okay, he can't, he can't help it. And, you know, how do we do this? So it's, it's most evident for me, in public, a lot of places where he's just wanting to tell the sixth person in a row how to work, uh, how to work a jacuzzi. All right. That's his latest thing. You know, he likes to give people tips on how to turn on the jacuzzi. Yeah. And it, he's got a little bit of a monologue. And I mean, it's very cool for the first person or the second person, but the sixth person, I'm like, buddy, we got to go. All right. We have our eggs and we have the, you know, things we need from the grocery store. We need to just get out of here. And then it's like, you know, I'll start to fume up and get out, you know, get up get a bit upset there too. And I'll mutter under my breath sometimes and I'll think it in my head and I just, it, my attitude, you know, comes out of it. So there are two things really that, that I've done that have helped me with this the most. And I know that when I'm, and I, it's the same with Heather here too. If mm -hmm. I'm feeling stressed out with her, it's because we haven't had a date night and it's very <laughs> simple. It's because okay, that wasn't where I thought he was going to no. go, but it's true. And it's true. It's, be, it's I, because we yeah. haven't had our time. Yeah, we, we talk about that. We definitely need our, you know, our date nights. Which we haven't had yet, by we the way. We haven't had since we moved to Virginia. We are so overdue. We are. But so to translate that over here as well, it's like, I know at least I'm self-aware enough with myself to know that when I'm really frustrated with him or I feel like I'm like, dude, I am beating myself up with this guilt over it. It's that I need to take the time to, to do one of, they both revolve around the same thing, but it's just me and him time. And, you know, as a photographer too, you know, I'll crack out the good camera and I'll say, all right, I'm going to follow him around and I'm going to do this kind of a thing. But it, it always boils down to doing something with him, but also carving out time to do something that he likes to do. So yeah, I love to take him over to, you know, Home Depot or Lowe's or run to the grocery store together. And that's great. But I got to spend some time sitting down with him with his Legos or with the marble tower or watching him build something or seeing him do gymnastics or something like this. So basically it's making the time to, to connect. Well, it does, it does connect, but it's literally making the time to just hang out with him and let him be him, 
you know, not try to overly like parent him, but do something that he's totally into. Cause when it's something he's totally into, it's easy. I mean, we've gotten to walking the trail that's around our neighborhood here too. And he loves it. Absolutely love it. Now he's starting to like fail videos, which <laughs> kind of a, a nighttime routine. He asked me this night when I put him into bed and kissed him and prayed with him, he says, can we watch, you know, fail videos in the morning together? And I was like, sure. Just wake me when you get up. And he goes, can we make bacon? I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's our thing for tomorrow morning. And we might even still go on a walk. Right. But you know, I just got to say to the first thing that really helped me through this was to start photographing him being him and to film him being him because it gave me a greater appreciation of, of him. But then now being mindful of setting some time aside for him to be down with him on the floor, playing with Legos or cars or the, the trash trucks or whatever he wants to do you know, watch him playing his Lego game on the tablet, like all of those things, those are things that he loves to do. And if I give him, it's happened to me more times than I can count where I'm like, all right, I'll set the timer for 10 minutes and I'll hang out with my son for 10 minutes. And then it's like 45 minutes and Heather is calling us like, you know, the last time, yeah, last time, last time this happened, like we destroyed the playroom upstairs. Like we got into a ball fight with the pit, you know, the ball pit balls and we're throwing them back and forth at each other. And they're trying to attack me. And I mean, we were up there for probably 45 minutes or an hour and it started with just me and Mikey playing Legos. And it ended up with all of us, you know, beating each other in the face with these, you know, with these balls, some of it hurt, but we're all right. We bucked up. We're good. So look, I would say this because you acknowledged that you feel a little bit guilty, go ahead and use that as a learning opportunity to do something about it. Right. And just know that you're going to continue to, you know, mess up quote unquote in your eyes, but just keep trying to move forward. Just, you know, you're mindful of this. You're going to be a great dad and a great supporter, you know, for your child. And, and that's, that's it. I would just say it is a little bit tough especially at the beginning. You're like, I don't know what the hell to do. We don't, man. If, I mean, if our kids were normally wired, I mean, I've got two normal wired kids as well. I don't know what the heck I'm going to do with those two either. Partly because they're girls, but also <laughs> partly because, you know, we didn't get instruction manuals for these kids. And they're, if we did, they would be so unique per child. It would be hard to kind of keep them all straight. So just keep, keep trying to connect. And I've got some resources on that that I can share later as well. Anyway, and I mean, dude, I'm right there with you. Look, I want to be in better shape. I want to get up earlier in the morning so I can do things like have a, a morning routine that builds good habits for me as well. And I want to be able to connect with each one of my family members individually, like each week, like date night with Heather, daddy daughter time with Grace, where we do the tinker crates, something with Joy, and then, you know, something with Mikey as well. I'm falling behind, dude. And I don't know if I'll, unless I were retired, I don't know how I'd have the time to truly do it all. But as long as I'm mindful that I'm like, okay, I haven't done anything with grace in a bit. All right. I haven't spent some time with joy in a bit. All right. I need some time with Mikey and oh my God, Heather and I need a date night bad, you know, (laughs) it's going to help. So just hang in there, stay in touch. Let me know how things are going. You know, we'll keep talking as well. If you want to, you know, talk one-on-one, we can talk one-on-one also, but you're, you're going to be, you're going to be just fine. So yeah, I'm going to end it, end it there. So it was good. Cool. Well, that is what we got. This is our first episode from Virginia. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this podcast right now. So I want to thank you again for spending the time with us here. I want to let you know that we have launched quietly a 
a product on Amazon that helps our family a fair bit and also helps other, you know, families with, you know, children on the spectrum. If you don't know about weighted blankets, don't worry about it. We'll have an episode dedicated to weighted blankets here as well. And we'll even share the URL with you guys. If you'd like to support us and support the show too, that would be awesome. But yeah, so that's coming. Stay tuned for that and stay tuned for some more episodes here too. Hopefully you can join us on the live stream right now. We're broadcasting on Facebook. I'm sorry. I just, I wonder if I dated myself by saying broadcasting, but anyway, we're streaming. (laughs) We're streaming on Facebook right now. If you search for Finding Mikey podcast, you can find us there as well. And we'd love to have you join us there too, for a little bit of interactivity. Who knows? We might even do like a, you know, one night a week where we get on there and just kind of do, you know, grab bag, a little chat time, a little bit of fun time there too. It would be kind of neat, but to just bond and help each other out here too. So much, so much knowledge spread amongst our whole community. It would be great to be able to kind of pull that all together. But anyway, that's it from here. Thank you very much for your time and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you. Hey, it's Mike again. Heather and I love that you took the time to listen to this podcast and subscribe to the show. And we really are trying to gear the topics to what you like, as well as to share what we're up to. Now, the best way to let us know what's on your mind is to join us on our Facebook page. We're very active there. And if you message us, we will reply. I promise we may be half asleep in our bed. I may be boarding a flight. We might be at a birthday party or the park. It doesn't matter. We will reply. We just want to be in touch with you. Also, it'd be awesome if you could leave us a rating and a review in iTunes. The reason we ask for that is because it really helps us rank better when people search just out of the blue for autism, ADHD, Asperger's, high-functioning autism, SPD, ASD, you name it, right? It really helps us to get in front of more people. All the ways that you can reach us, because there are others, plus a walkthrough on how to actually rate the podcast can be found at findingmikey.com support. And your support is greatly appreciated. So as an added bonus, any reviews that are left on iTunes will be mentioned on our show. I hope you're okay with that. And any questions that we get on Facebook might also be read and responded to on an upcoming episode. So head on over to www.findingmikey.com forward slash support to find out more. Till our next episode, take care.